Alright, this is Randalicious. This is the 19th Hexus Podcast. We're streaming this podcast. And for those of you who end up watching the YouTube video of it, check the description. There is a form. Um, you can fill that out with uh, any topic suggestions for us to talk about on the next podcast. But let's get it going. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. <clears throat> What's up? I'm Trance. I'm a general in Hexus. Hey, what's going on? I'm the Case Ace, and I'm Rank 10 Hunter. Hey, what's up? It's Meadow, currently going for 20 mil all, and in Trickle's absence, I will try to maintain the old school feel. Hey, I'm Brungus, and I think I'm the only one here that isn't maxed yet. <laughs> Alright, first question we got is, rather than them implementing Zaya, do you think that they should just open up and expand on places already in the game, like Prif Dennis? Menafoss and other areas like that where there there's a lot of content that can be fit into those places yeah I definitely think they should take all their ideas and instead put them there but, I mean we already voted in Zaya so there's that but I don't know if they could do Prifindus or whatever you call it because like doesn't that like have lore issues or whatever with RS3 well I mean there are different games I don't know yeah, I think they talked about it being, like, an issue or something. And then if they did Menophos in old school, then will RS3 be mad about that? Because then they can't do it. You know, it's kind of, like, issues there, I think. But they should definitely incorporate all the ideas in the main map instead of doing Zaya, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think they should do that instead of Zaya, but I think they should do that first. Because it'd be, like, a nice stepping stone for, like, to see how well a content, a big content expansion goes down. And... I think it would be a lot nicer before doing Zaya, which is 50% of the size of the game already. You can do Menaphos, which is like just that small little region that we were getting into with Zaya. Because it, it takes them like six months just to do Menaphos, it could take them six years to do Zaya. So we should reconsider that if that happens. That's a good point. I don't really have a preference either way. I know that I like a lot of the ideas that they have proposed for Zaya, but I guess the biggest thing for me is what is... I don't want them taking, as Trans said, they could take years on Zaya. I don't, I don't want them taking that long on shit, really. Like, if they can, if they can put in the key points of Zaya... Somewhere on the map right now, I think it would be a lot less dev time required and we'd be able to get essentially the same content without having to wait as long. But I don't really have a preference either way. Uh, for me, I never really wanted Zia in the game. Um, it just, well, ModReach started a bit of uh, developing and uh, ModGhost did some graphic work, I believe. But it just, yeah, like, you all said it's gonna take a lot of time and rather just have like uh, a new quest in Manifos and then in Prifnidus. Just expand those area, make more new exciting content and instead of just focusing on something that's gonna take years to complete. But yeah. Uh my opinion is slightly different with regards to this. Uh I'm pretty excited to have them developing uh, new content that we've never seen before and expanding the RuneScape map by like 50%, wasn't it? I reckon that's going to be pretty cool and pretty good to see. 
Yeah, it's going to take a while, but that's the kind of thing we expect with a big update. Um, I'm definitely for Zaya. Well, sort of. I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it. Um, I don't want it to devalue any of the current skills or make things like runecrafting a lot quicker than they are. Um, but the idea of expanding different areas is also a good idea. I think they should uh, sorry, work on that over the next like five to ten years of old school. While we're talking about Zaya, um, there's a big thing on Reddit about people asking them to repoll Zaya, even though it passed. If people want them to repoll it because a lot of people have changed their minds about it and would vote no. Yeah. Second time around. And they, they asked it on the Q&A stream and they said, I forget what they said, but they didn't say no. Pulling it. They said they might. All right, so well, that's because of... it's like, why can't we revote like Nightmare Zone or something, you know? We yeah. pay, we see. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm if, if we can revote anything, why can't we revote the stuff that we really complain about all day? That is a good point. Hey, if they do repull it, would you guys vote for it or no? I would still vote no for it because I voted no in the first place, and it just takes up a lot of death time. What really. was your main reason for voting no? The uh, devaluing skills. Okay. The okay. chance of of it having devaluing skills. Alright, moving on. Next question we got is Solus has uh, recently absorbed Vision. Do you think this will make a repeat for Hexus in the Skilling Cup when significantly more difficult? Um, I'm super excited for the Skilling Cup again this year. Uh, last year was pretty fun, pretty exciting to, to be in the Skilling Cup. Um, Vision was only a small amount of people, so I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference, but it definitely does um, affect it. Um, Solus are a lot better now and have a lot more members and a lot more skilled members, so it's definitely going to be um, a hard competition, and it's going to be one that I'm definitely looking forward to doing and seeing who wins. Um, I don't think the merger is a big deal. I mean, I think Vespa is the only person who has... A99 in a skill that's in the cup. So, it'll be more difficult, but the Vision merger isn't even the biggest thing that makes it more difficult. They have plenty of other members that they didn't have last year that are as capable as Vessel, the only person they got from Vision who's going to be in the cup. Yeah, it took the words right out of my mouth. They've just gotten, I mean, Vessel will help them out, but that's Definitely not the main reason why they're going to be good. Hey, Solus has just as good of a chance of winning the Skilling Cup as we do. And I saw several weeks ago, Ronan was streaming and he was asked about the Skilling Cup and he said, yeah. And then like he laughed and said, I hope that there's more competition for Solus. People do not, should not be sleeping. On... Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, people should not be sleeping on Solus. They definitely are um, got a great chance at winning, and I'd like to see what the other tiered skilling clans do. You know, um, I know the Z Skillers um, I think finished third last year, and a lot of other teams kind of quit like halfway through. I know that there's more relevant skilling clans around now as opposed to last year. I want to see how they do this year too, but Solus has got a phenomenal chance, just as good as us. Yeah, for sure, because 
if you look at like the scale uh, that the competition is, it's just one hour, and there are a lot in in both clans. There are a lot of good players, so yeah, it's gonna be pretty balanced this year. But I'm 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 very excited, but about the fishing thing. Yeah, it's just festival. That's on paper. On paper, it really sounds like it was a big deal, but in terms of the well, skilling, in terms of the skilling cup, it was just one, really one guy being added. Yeah, but a vision was a two hundred mil based clan, so not a lot of debt. The members that they had, I, I think only Vestfold was maxed. So yeah, yeah, Vestfold will probably carry it, but. It won't make a, that much of a difference. Rungus? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't really have much uh, knowledge on the Skilling Cup in general, so I don't really know how to answer this. I wasn't around when they did the last one. Alright. <laughs> Moving on. What are your guys' thoughts on the current situation of old school RuneScape staff like hiring Krista when the servers are messed up. They also say, I think we know what to do with Ronan and Archie. What are your guys' thoughts? And is there anyone from the RS3 team you would like to see hired if the dead weight was dropped? Um, <laughs> the dead weight. Hi hiring Krista, I don't think really has any effect either way on the servers. I mean, it's not like her sal. She's getting paid more to work on old school, so as a company, it didn't really make a difference. Uh, I don't really know anything about anyone who works on RS3, so I don't really have any suggestions as to who I'd like to see. What exactly is uh, Krista's like? position she developer or yeah. developer yeah but the controversy is because she's from the quote unquote monetization team yep yeah uh i mean i don't really see like there's anything wrong with having someone and like i mean that. we we needed a new <laughs> dev too so it's yeah like we needed somebody i mean it's not like she's going to like her being there means that you know a bunch of stuff is going to pass a poll you know of like bonds and all that kind of crap i don't think much is going to change i think she's just going to bring ideas like who knows maybe she brought the idea of this like tournament maybe it was her idea well uh, as long as she ain't corrupt or uh i guess develops good content and doesn't try to sweep in microtransactions i don't see anything wrong with her being on the team i haven't seen any of her work though but it's just on my end. Uh, yeah, we all know what to do with Ronan and Archie. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm pretty uh, excited to see what Kieran. Kieran is a new Q and A, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited to see how new uh, content is going to be tested. Just not from uh, John C's perspective. But from other people's uh, perspective, and I don't know anyone from the RS3 team. I just wish we had a little bit more engine work. Like, there's a lot of uh, weight on Ian's shoulders with Deathman Deathman mode, and people are complaining about 
um, what the max cape that needed um, what was it the customizable that needed engine work but they said it was yeah. all good so. I saw a thing from Matt K. He might have actually said it on a stream or something. He said, or maybe it was a tweet. I don't know. But he said that like the skill set for engine work is like so ridiculously like like there's so little people in the world that can actually do engine work on old school. I wish that we could hear more work. and get like a better view of things on like how the engine work, like pretty much like what is going on under the hood. Like you know we see the uh, we see Ash posting pictures of content that he's currently developing John stuff that he's testing um, Ghost and Alfred of things that they're designing I wish that we could see a lot more of um, engine work I mean obviously not just looking at like a code or anything but I don't know just I'd like to be more updated on what Ian does like the other guys yeah I like that idea like being kept in the loop is uh it's kind of fun and um Sort of keeps the community informed and keeps us knowing what's going on with our game. Um, I definitely think we sort of need to reevaluate our old school team. Um, I think some of the members can do like their job a lot better. Um, I don't want to name names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, I don't really know anyone from the RS3 team um, except for Ian. I've heard a lot of good things about Ian, and I reckon if he worked exclusively on old school, that would be pretty cool. And yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on our old school team. All right, would you guys like to see a thirty-hour challenge be part of a future skilling cup? Oh man, that'd be so good. I reckon, yeah, we should definitely they should definitely like consider that for. Uh, the future skilling cup maybe next year or the year after. I reckon a 30 hour would uh, show some interesting results because 30 hours aren't the easiest thing to do. And um, yeah, what skill do you reckon we would be best to do a 30 hour in for a skilling cup? Mining. <laughs> oh god. That would really oh, test god. everyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty sick. I don't think they'd ever do it. Like, I think it'd have to be more something that we do ourselves, and you know, like clan versus clan. Like, we'd have to set it up ourselves. I don't think they'd ever officially do thirty hours, you know, skilling cut. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, for, I don't want it. First of all, I don't think you have, you have to be a good. You don't have to be able to do a thirty hour to be a good skiller. But even like, even if I wanted it, they would never do it. Like, Jagex doesn't care about thirty hour records. Like, <clears throat> like so. Maybe like a, maybe like a five hour or like a six, they could do like a six hour thing or see how much XP you can get um, without logging out. Like that's the most they would do probably. They better fix the service before that. Do you think if they streamed the skilling cap that it'd get DDoSed? No. Yeah, of course. It gets DDoSed every week anyways. I I don't think it would get DDoSed, but at the same to answer the question, I don't want to see a 30-hour thing be part of a skilling cut. I, I don't really know why. It just doesn't seem like it'd be good. Well, 30-hour was basically um, brought up by CML. It's, it has nothing to do with RuneScape at all. Yeah. But, like Tran said, uh, maybe a 6-hour, like, without logging out, that That'd be a nice competition, but 
30 hour has nothing to really do with RuneScape, just CML. That's it. Alright, um... Do you guys think it would be beneficial for the skilling community if skills were updated to go up to level 126? Uh, the person who submitted it also said, keep in mind that if they were to be updated to 126, this would imply that 200 mils wouldn't be prioritized by some skillers. I think that it would be beneficial to people like us and people who like play this game like really like like to the average player like they'd be really hurt by it because you know there's a lot of people that would never be able to get you know what is it what is 126 or 200 mil uh, yeah yeah i mean like one percent of players are going to ever get that you know i don't think it'd be very beneficial to people if the skills actually went up to 126 yeah i, I don't like it and I, I wouldn't like something like that to come out either it would ruin the old school feel. Um, hey. <laughs> I think at some point I had the highest virtual total level, but it's it, I, I, 99 is fine. Fuck it. Yeah, same for me. I mean, if uh, if they're gonna up the levels to two. Uh, level 126, it's guaranteed there will be new high-level, uh, high-tiered content coming out. It's gonna be even more, uh, like, I don't fucking know, Dragon Bars and Smithing Dragon Chain Buddies and shit. Holy shit. Know. It's just a stepping stone to, to higher-tiered content, really. So, I'm gonna say no on this. I'm gonna say no, too. They'd have to add, like... To keep it consistent, they have to add like 30% more content to each skill to keep yeah. the like unlocking of things uh, consistent. Not to mention, even for even if they didn't, skills like fishing, woodcutting, mining that get faster every time you level, just from being able to get it on the first available tick more often. Those skills would be really faster. I mean, uh, I can picture woodcutting being like one. Well, I don't know. Like so, you'd so consistently get it on the first available tick at like level one twenty six if the if it kept scaling up like that. It'd be like kind of weird. Fifty k an hour. If, if you three yeah. tick. Yeah, I'm pretty much and the same combat, with that. Sorry. Not so good. Yeah, my my PB is like more. So much. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, yeah, that'd be crazy. The slayer that'd make slayer so much quicker as well. Um, no. I Definitely don't want to see levels go up to 126. Um, the first reason would be obviously the content. There'd be so much more content that they need to develop, as Trans said, in order to fill um, the, the things you can unlock as you level. But also because I think raising the skill cap to that level would be bad for uh, casuals as well. Because um, you know, some skills are already like a little unrealistic for casuals to get. You know, there's not a lot of casuals that have like say 99 runecrafting. So, um, for them to try and achieve another skill, like if they want to get 99 smithing, now they've got to get 126 smithing. It seems a little unachievable to them. So that's another yeah, reason why I wouldn't like to say it. All right. Here we go. Good question, boys. What are your thoughts on donations? 
they they meant to say this is not a shot at Randy, but what's up? What do you guys think? Um, I don't necessarily think they're bad. Personally, I wouldn't do them. I wouldn't take donations at all. Um, just I prefer like working for my own achievements, sort of thing. Get that sort of a little bit of gratification from you know. Runecrafting that X amount of hours to obtain the GP to get that 200 mil, that sort of thing. That's just how I work, and that's just how I play. And um, you know, everyone's going to be different with their playstyle and what they do. Um, I don't think it takes away from any personal achievements. Like if it you get rank one ta- week, it, it definitely takes away from the achievement. No, I was saying like like a week record. Like you're going to get 200 mil con anyway, but like it's not going to change the fact that you did a week record and put X amount of hours into the into that skill. Like to see what I'm saying. A little mm. bit. Like you're gonna you're gonna do the skill anyway, so yeah. Like putting X amount of hours into it is still an impressive achievement. But I'm against donations, and I personally wouldn't take them. I think uh, uh, when you take donations, your skill uh, XP should be set to zero. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, basically what Kay said, um, just devalues the achievement. Um, if you want to, if you want to take them, take them, go ahead. I don't really care. It's just, yeah, I don't see Randy as a, uh, Randy's tournament mill construction as a, like, if, if, not if Kay Prey would get tournament mill construction, I would, yeah, that, that'd be, way more of an achievement than Randy once because he took the donation well yeah just more of an more of an achievement if you get everything without donations I guess same goes for Suomi but he still was the first one to go for uh, to get tournament all but in the end everyone still respects him for doing it putting out in all the time and effort I don't care too much. I think if you if you're so de- if you're so dependent on it that you like can't make money yourself and kind of thing, then that's kind of embarrassing. But uh, I mean, I, th- I think like a year ago, one of my friends quit and he gave me like five mil, and I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't even like notice that, you know. I'm not like dependent on donations or anything. But if someone wants to give me a couple mil, I'm not gonna probably not gonna deny them. If someone gave me a bill, I don't know if I would take it. Transdict donations confirmed. <laughs> Alright, uh, it definitely gives the uh, recipient a huge, huge, huge advantage that they were not anticipating, and their achievements that they get with it are extremely devalued as a result and shouldn't be viewed as equal to other players who achieve similar success. Well said. Sounds like a press statement you just prepared. (laughs) 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 He's been asked this question so many times anyway, so... You learn how to answer it after a while. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, next question is, would you guys be more open to the idea of summoning if it was only available in Zaya? And the content in that area was balanced appropriately to accommodate it. 
I mean, I don't particularly want Zaya, but that's a really cool idea. I think like you could add a different aspect to scaling, scaling like a whole different way to do it, and but it would still be really hard to I think get XT rates down. But it's a, it's a pretty cool idea. I'd be more open to it. I think. Trans. Randy. I switch. My, go ahead. <laughs> Don't be. Um, uh, not really, because um, like if they like if they decide to put like t they decide to put like a teak tree on on Zaya, then it's then you should train woodcutting on Zaya because you get the beaver or whatever. And like if you want to train combat, where are you gonna train it? You're gonna train it on Zaya so you get the charms and you get summoning XP too. So I think so many people would go to Zaya just to do summoning like I mean it's, I don't know I feel like people would only go there to train summoning it shouldn't um it shouldn't make it exclusive there yeah we should it's, you, it would sort of change the location of um where to train where to train certain efficient skills really because as you said if there's something better to do on Zaya with summoning you're gonna go to Zaya to do it with summoning um Personally, I kind of I like summoning in RS3, but I've realized the damaging effects it can have on the economy and how it changes the game. But at the moment, I'm I don't think I don't think I'm ready for summoning. I don't think anyone in the old school, of the old school community, is ready for summoning either. Um, also, it's all good and well. We can say that it'll be appropriately balanced and and things like that, but we've all seen how some content. Like, for example, like Zora hasn't really been balanced enough and has had like a bad effect on the economy. So I think if we were to take that sort of take that path with it, I don't think it would be appropriately balanced if it was implemented. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say no. It's just if if it's going to come out after Zia, which is going to be like 2018, 19 whatsoever, it's just... By that time, we'll probably already have a new skill, so we wouldn't even um, need summoning. And I don't think what Kay said that um, the, the old school uh, community is ready to have uh, summoning in in the game. Because yeah, it changed RS3 uh, PVMing and skilling a lot. So I don't think uh, people would agree to it again. Well, they didn't agree to it in the f first hand, but I don't think they would, uh, it would pass a poll. One thing I don't like time. about this question is that it is making it to where summoning is exclusive only into a certain set area. So I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that at all. So apparently, yeah. apparently on the most recent uh, Q&A, I didn't watch it, but um, they had a discussion on there in regards to uh, six-hour methods. If someone knows what was said, please elaborate on that. But are you guys more optimistic towards their eventual approach to handling it? Yeah, could someone explain what they said? I don't think I watched that. Um, they just gave I a think... whole spiel about, you know, they're waiting on Ian to data. plug in the data feeds for the data warehouse so they can see what people who do Nightmare Zone and Splash are doing with their accounts, which basically means they're only going to nerf it if a significant amount of people are doing it to sell their accounts 
to bot on the account or to like do corp glitches and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, I think uh that being said, I think I'm I am more optimistic towards it. I think they are eventually going to deal with it cuz they're going to like have to. But I think they're de prolonging it as long as they possibly can for you know whatever reason. Yeah, I think um the damage has already already been done in the high high uh, level community cuz if you look at uh, and no offense here, if you look at um Slay Stars members, they already have like 70, 60, 70 mil in all melees, which is enough for 200 mil Slayer anyway. So, yeah, I guess it's 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 good to block it for new players, but yeah, it's just it's been a long ass while since uh, Nightmares when I came out like October th 2013 if I September not September yeah so it's 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 already been in so long and I don't know yet yeah, of course they should remove it but the damage has already been done in my opinion no I'm, I'm definitely not more optimistic towards um, how they're gonna handle it or their approach to it because We've been let down in the past before, and I've learned sort of not to get my hopes up with, with things they say and do, say they're going to do, and things like that. Um, I think, as Brungus said, they're, they're trying to prolong it for as long as they can. Um, it kind of seems like they don't really care about it, or like they don't view it as a problem, whereas if you actually play the game, you understand the game, then you know it's a problem and you know why it's a problem. Um, you know, gaining XP while you sleep is like... So far against the way the game was meant to be played and you know, how how the Gower brothers have made this game, but um, yeah, I'm definitely not optimistic to anything they're going to be doing. Peter, I don't <laughs> think they're ever going to do anything about it. Matt, you said the damage has been done. It it will never be done. It will continue to bleed. It's um, I I just have no faith. And them handling anything like that, and yeah, I mean they, at least at this point in time, they realize that they messed up in the past by pulling it. But no, I I don't think anything will be changed. Yep, I agree. I don't think they'll do shit. I think though, I think I can imagine Matt K coming out with some graphs and saying, "Find <laughs> why they won't." Why they refuse to nerf it? Too many graphs. How detailed of a graph are we expecting on a scale of one to ten? Uh, like maybe three lines and uh, <laughs> X and a Y. Or... No labels, no numbers. <laughs> no, just yellow, green, and uh, zone, red. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they can't see that. Like, the more time they take, it's just more and more like it's damage you can't undo. I don't get why they don't see that. It's like, oh, we, we gotta take some data, but you know, we'll get back to you in six months. Yeah, that's six months of like all that shit being used. It's a long time. Yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on boss loots being untradeable upon pickup and requiring a fee to make them tradable, similar to membership bonds? Um, I don't really see the need for this or like why it should be implemented. Does anyone have like a 
Like a item sink, uh, money sink, GP sink, which we definitely GP sink. Need. Yeah, alright, alright, I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think for that purpose, to act as a GP sink, I think it's needed for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty straightforward, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same for me. I mean, if GP goes out and out, out the game, it's pretty... Yeah, it's good for the game, for the economy. I mean, so many, uh, like, uh, Zora has brought in so many, so much money into the game. And there should be uh, some money going out, out of the game. So, yeah, fine by me. Yeah, I think I should do it for um for ex for existing stuff, maybe not, but for new bosses, they they can do it there. Because they just if they did it for the fucking massage and the magic thing now, it wouldn't do shit cuz they're already yeah. the KGP. But if they did it for like the bludgeon and all the boots coming out, I think that'd be a pretty good good idea. Get to pay a lot of money, a lot of GP to sell them. But the thing is though, if if um well the Items are are going to drop over time. That's inevitable. But yeah, so the sink could be like ten percent of the price. Oh, the G price. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I, I definitely like that idea much better than like a piece of armor like degrading over time and acquiring coins to fix as like a gold sink. Like I hate that idea. So I think that's a pretty good idea. And if it worked in the way where it was like ten percent of the grand exchange value, I think that's uh that worked pretty well. I don't know. I'm surprised that all of you guys were really in support of this. I don't really like it, and I just I get the idea of trying to have it be a gold sink, but I just don't like the idea. Ruins the old school feel, and I I don't even PVM, but I I don't even like this idea. Why not? What well, I mean, it's a good GP sink. I mean, good. Good is subjective, I feel. It I, It is, but I think we should stay away from having to like implement gold sinks. I think we should just stop with bringing in so much gold and make that a gold sink. That too, we have, we have a lot of still... gold sinks. I think stuff like Zora, like you need to keep it two mil an hour, two point five mil an hour, whatever, like so be it, but like stop dropping ten runite ore and a hundred magic logs, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just yeah, not a fan of the FD. Like, people are shopping and alking all the stuff that Sora drops, so it, the money just keeps coming in. But uh, I kind of agree with you, Abrungus. Like, well, I agree with you. They need to stop the drops, but they also need. we also need a GP sync because the money just keeps getting devalued every day. Sure. Like, they implement a lot of, like, gold sinks that, like, probably are overlooked, but, like, it's not enough when you also put out Zora and make a... Wyverns drop like a 14k coin pile every time, you know? There are hardly any GP, effective GP sinks in the game right now. Uh, Zami Hosta's probably brought out like a billion GP by now. That's the... nothing. <laughs> that is nothing. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a lot, they put a lot of them out there, but it's just like, I think it's better to, instead of having to put out gold sinks, like just stop making things drop 200k every kill. Yeah, I agree. And put some risk I'm not going to do that, so. Alright, moving on. What are your guys' thoughts of an improved fire cape like the fight kiln in RS3? 
No. Fire Cape is good as it is, and it ruins Sealed Schofield. Rungus. Uh, like, improved as in, like, you upgrade your Fire Cape, or, like... It's basically double the stat bonus. Double. Yeah, but it's a much harder encounter than just Jad to get it. I don't know. I, I feel like they're... They kind of struggle making things really difficult in this game, so like I don't think I don't think the justification of oh it's a harder cave I don't think that really like you know what I mean I mean you put out like Zola, it's supposed to be really fucking hard but everyone kills it in like a minute and a half now yeah and fight caves was like thirty minutes of standing in the center of the room with like a blow pipe so which max caves all we need it's not yeah I'll say just keep adding strength bonus. Yeah, I'll say no for, for two reasons. Um, firstly, I want the Max Cape in the game as soon as they can uh, get working on that. And secondly, I don't think we need to upgrade the Fire Cape. It's, uh, it's fine how it is. We'll just be adding, adding unnecessary uh, increase to Max Hits and Strength Bonus, to be honest. Um, I really don't have much of an opinion. I'm not as against it as you guys are, but I wouldn't be that mad if they, <clears throat> if they brought it out. So... It's gonna be like one or two more strength bonus. Isn't it plus four? Probably. But they can make plus it eight. plus three. Yeah, because fire gives plus four, yeah? Thanks. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. I think it, uh, fire cape is plus four and, uh, the, um, uh, whatever the other cape was called was plus eight, if I remember correctly. Yeah, f uh, fire cape is four. If if they um, made it like plus six and made it hard as hell, and by hard as hell, it would have to be harder than Zolra. When Brungus said that they failed to make things quote hard, I couldn't I couldn't stop thinking about back pre Zolra release when they were bragging about how difficult of a boss it was and how no one in the office could even kill it. You know so. Well, I think it is a difficult boss. Like, if you try for the first time, you're gonna, you're gonna fuck up. But like, it's difficult for like an hour, is what I mean. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, you know, practice makes better. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Alright, how do you guys use social media sites such as Twitter and Reddit to push for or against certain updates? Have you had good or bad experiences in your interactions with JMods or other players, such as getting proper responses or being blocked? And to add on to this question, do you think all levels of criticism towards JMods and players are appropriate, or is there a certain line? It's a long question. Right, let's, di let's dissect this. <laughs> let's dive on uh, yeah, in. Like um, I go on Reddit and Twitter a lot. Um, I don't post on Reddit as much as I used to, but I still should be when I can to um, to updates and give my opinion. And I, I'm really grateful for the JMod's interaction on Reddit and Twitter in terms of uh, responding to people's criticism. And people can be mean sometimes, but I don't think any of the JMod's take it personally. Sometimes they even troll back a bit. Um, I don't really have, I don't have a Twitter account, and I don't have a Reddit account, I kind of just like lurk and check them out every now and again. Um, 
I can't comment too much with regards to those social media platforms. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily try to. I don't, really, I don't think I have much of a, a push to try and sway the votes of certain updates. I kind of just use like YouTube to give my opinion and my views on it, and that's about it. Um, <laughs> I think with the JMOs and stuff, as Trans said, some of them you know don't really take it too personally, and some of them even like troll back a little bit, which is you know it's kind of fun. But I do think there is a line with regards to like criticism and stuff. Um, remember when Ash he like hot fixed the Chinchompers with Armadil? Oh uh, he got, like, man! A bit of backlash there. I reckon that was like kind of crossing the line. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that's in the past now. All right. Um, I'm just a jackass with a mic and the internet, so I, me pushing for or against any update, isn't really um, a good or bad experience. It's just me being me. Um, I have not been on Reddit in like five months or so. Um, story with that is I think it was like February. It was like late January, early February, somewhere around there give or take a couple weeks and I accidentally logged out of my reddit account and I had been auto logged into it for like more than a year so I didn't know what the fuck the password was and I never set up an email for my reddit account and it's impossible to um, recover your reddit account so I stopped going on there after that just because I was pissed off. And I didn't I didn't even like going on it. I guess it was kind of like a drug, you know? You don't like it, but you just keep going to it. Yeah. Um, I've had good... I've had great and terrible experiences with my interactions with some J-Mods. Um, some of them... Like Ash last year for the Skilling Cup. And when I was helping him with how the mining area should be set up it was amazing when he was interacting getting it everything the way that it should be I've had some terrible experiences as well with a uh, couple couple of the mods there is definitely a, there is definitely a line of what is appropriate and what is not um, I think if you strict I think if you stick to just their work then your criticism's fine. When you start getting aren't you, go ahead. What? Aren't you blocked by four or five J mods? I am blocked by the old school RS Twitter account. Um <laughs> that one was for when I said six servers. I was blocked by Matt K. Um, when Renz got banned, I was blocked by Weth when I tweeted him a list of a whole bunch of bots, and I tweeted him it a couple times, and he never did anything about it, and then I got a little aggressive as to why none of them were getting banned. It was, um, back when I was cooking, and there were, like, all of these wall-safe bots, and mm. I was collecting names like crazy, and... I think like three weeks after I sent him a list of 30 plus names, not a single one had been banned. And I just kept spamming him with shit and he blocked me. 
Uh, Ronan blocked me. The tweet that got me blocked by him was back when he PK'd an AGS. He tweeted something about it. And I had... I had something genuinely nice to say. Maybe he saw it as being sarcastic, but I said, it's nice to see someone on the team actually playing the game. And I gave him two thumbs up and I got blocked. (laughs) (laughs) And after I had been blocked by all these motherfuckers, I made an, uh, I made an alt Twitter account, which I don't really go on as much anymore, but I would, I went on it a lot during the school year, and um, one day I went to Ronan's Twitter, and Ronan blocked my alternate Twitter account, which had never tweeted him, or I, I don't know how the fuck he knew about the account or why he blocked it. I never tweeted him on it or anything like that. He's just hurt. Bummer compliment, I guess. <laughs> long no, long answer to a longer question. I only use my Twitter to uh like basically well in regards to like communicating with Jamon just to like ask my dash questions because he like almost always answers every question you ask him. Which is really awesome. And uh like Ghost and uh Alfred always like show pictures of stuff and I like to get feedback on that. Most of the time, it's it's been all good stuff. Like no one's ever blocked me or anything, but I also had never been like rude to them, which a lot of people are rude to them. Like sometimes you look at like the old school, um, the official like old school Twitter, and like you look through the comments, like responses, and it's all just like a bunch of really rude things about fixing servers and stuff. Pretty funny. Uh, I have been I have been very rude in most of the times that I've been blocked, but. It was it was um after a lot it was after a lot of shit like ended up being built up to like get to that point. It I would have blocked myself, so I ain't I shouldn't be mad at him. I'm a jackass. I was rude. What is your guys' opinion on the negativity towards Hexus and other high level skillers in general on Reddit, YouTube, Twitter? Does it affect your goals in any way? How do you deal with it? I'm loving it. It's just uh, basically, I don't know if it's uh, good advertisement, but every, I mean, uh, Hexus method has become a well-known meme throughout RuneScape, and which is a kind of a good thing because it's like a secret, very good method. Um, but. To be honest, I don't see that much uh, hate towards hexes as uh, like maybe six months ago, because I think uh, a lot of clans have uh, developed more and there are just more competition and hexes isn't just uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just carry on. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> um. I don't know, I don't see as much negativity as we used to, like, as Matt said, about six months ago, roughly. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I think we kind of get, like, grouped. We kind of just get thrown under one category, and it's, like, a large stigma, you know. We, we all get seen as these, like, elitist assholes, and um, 
you know, once you get to know some of us, you know, we're really not that terrible of people. Um, just because we we think that you should play like a, like there should be a certain method for doing something doesn't mean that um we try to force it on other people and you know say this is how you should do it rah rah rah. I'm kind of just like rah, rah, back. Rah. I do what rah rah rah. <laughs> I, I just like I do me and you do you. You know I play the game how I want to play, so you can play the game how you want to play. Um, that doesn't really affect uh, my goals and what I do in RuneScape. I kind of just do what I enjoy now, and at the moment that's obviously going for 200 more hunter. But yeah, I don't let uh I don't let the haters get to me. Oh, you gotta embrace all the hate that you get. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I don't think there's a, as much negativity towards the clan as a whole as it is um, direct towards me as an individual. I think that the clan does not get as much hate, but hey, it is what it is. I've never really cared about anybody hating on me or anything like about me because it's like none of them know me at all like in any way like people always draw opinions on others like based on things they see and like like for example like the whole the comment like remember the, the total trance music ranks rank 15 or whatever you'd say that there are people out there that actually took that like seriously and thought you were like bragging <laughs> and like they, they were like wow an asshole you know like, they, they'd say, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's people out there that would read that and they, they, they immediately draw opinion on you and it's like, people would always do that and always talk shit and never care about it. It doesn't matter. But it feeds trends, I believe, so... Um, yeah, I don't really care. I mean, I'd rather be talked about the capacity that I am than not, than not talked about at all. Yeah, like, no, no press is bad like... press, right? All right, um, someone asked if we... Now, I know we talked about this um, last podcast, but it was as having a random player on, but someone's asking for the possibility of seeing a smiley on the podcast as they may have an opposing, more casual mindset. Casual? What the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, maybe, if we if we got the pick which one, you know. Someone who's who's someone who's been a smiley for a while, like Vegeta or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be for having a smiley on the podcast. Um, offering having a different mindset and a different opinion being offered up is uh always makes for good discussion, and you know, we can see different sides of the different sides of the coin or like the story, you know, and just just get a little insight into how they play the game and how they view the game and. And what we do as a clan and our skills and stuff. Oh, it was my turn. Um, I think that if we were to have a smiley on, if we have someone who's been a smiley for a while, their viewpoints may not be as opposing as the person who's asking this may think. Because, I mean, if they're hanging out around us for as long as they are, I mean, a little bit, you just kind of almost develop the mindset just from being in the company for a while, I think. Yes, yeah. So I don't, I don't know how well that would work. I think it could be a decent way to make the podcast look more interesting, but I think you still need to 
just keep it down to like one person just so you can keep the podcast like what it's supposed to be yeah well Randy said actually because um we take like for example uh Fujito Orange they have been in the uh, smiley for a long ass time and they practically have, practically have like the same mindset as us uh, efficiency wise and I think I, I don't know it'd be nice if if uh, one of our friends like would play like I don't know 25 to 30 hours a week just for fun and keeps up keeps with the keeps up with the game updates and knows what he's doing it'd be nice to uh have someone with that with a different mindset on the podcast all right moving on what are your favorite TV series or movies to watch while skating? Uh, there's there's too many movies, too many amazing movies to name off just in this podcast. But as far as shows go, um, like Sopranos, Wire, basically all those HBO dramas are really good. Uh, True Detectives, fucking amazing. Uh, stuff like that. Um, I, I usually uh, change it up between like Game of Thrones, Family Guy, South Park, even watch a bit of SpongeBob. Um recently started watching this show called Arrow and I <laughs> Hey Hey Don't sleep on Arrow. That shit's uh it was pretty it was pretty good the first season that I watched. Uh, for me it's basically uh... The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Friends, uh, Mentalist, uh, Arrow. Two. Um, How far are you in Arrow? Um, as far as you can go. Oh, it was shit. Um, uh, Did you say The Walking Dead? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, mainly I just rewatched The Walking Dead and um, Friends because they will always stick with me. Um, or yeah, the HBO series is Transcend are also very good. Um, one of the favorite TV series that I really got into recently was called uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, it's got Andy Samberg in it, which is the guy from Lonely Island, and Terry Crews. It's a super <laughs> funny like <laughs> it's a super funny comedy based on uh, the fun. Brooklyn PD. Um, family Guy. American Dad, stuff like that. It's just really funny. Always watch and re <clears throat> watch and rewatch those kind of uh, episodes and series. My favorite show to watch while playing RuneScape is always going to be The Office. I've seen it like four times. Real like good show. Just, I just love that show. Yeah. That and I guess stuff like Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, stuff on Netflix is always uh, always good. Really long series is that are on Netflix. Netflix is real real good. Alright, uh, what are your guys' favorite game mechanics about old-school RuneScape? Rungus? Yeah, sorry, you cut out. Um, my favorite game mechanics have got to be just the, the tick system, like the way it works. I just I just like it. I just like, I like the way you, you click to move and I, I also appreciate how quests are actually like like actual quests, they're not just uh, 
like fetch quests or that kind of shit. They're actually like tell a story. I know most people like don't like quests, but I, I still like appreciate that. And uh, I like combat, <laughs> just the way combat works. I like a lot of things about this game. There's nothing like RuneScape. Yeah, I like a lot of things about it. Um, I I don't know. I just really like how unique the game is, and I don't know. One one thing that I really do like is for fishing. Just like the ticks, like how you can just regular five ticket. There's a, you can four ticket, three ticket, things like that. To me, I think are awesome, and. Like, they weren't even intentional either, which I think may even add to how much I like those kind of things. Like, um, like how you're not forced to use WASD to move? <laughs> what do yeah. you mean? Like, wow and stuff? Yeah, I, like, I like in a lot of MMOs, you're... You're like forced to, if you want to move around efficiently, you have to use WASD or like the arrow keys to move your character. You can't oh. even do that in old school. There's no, there's no dumping or stupid gimmicky and speed increases. Um, it's not so much a game mechanic anymore because it got fixed with um like the pathfinding updates, but backwalking. I think back backwalking was so fun. Um, I liked how it like actually took a little bit of skill and a lot of like a fair bit of concentration to actually be really efficient at room crafting. Like when you were running west through out through Edgeville Bank and around the house, you had to sort of you know time when and where you clicked so you didn't like backwalk around the corner of the house and stuff like that. It was really cool. Uh, for me, it's basically basically just walking because if you uh, for example, if you look at runecrafting, because um, diagonal and because uh, every one tick, if you run, you walk two uh, two squares, and just stuff like that. Just calculating what would be the fastest route, and uh, if you walk east, it's, you're gonna waste ticks because you're not walking north uh, for that. Uh, like for if you take the eastern exit in the Edgeville Bank, you're gonna lose two or th I think. Two ticks because you had to walk uh, um, horizontally, if that's the word, and just just stuff like that. Just save ticks and see what uh, best routes are and stuff like that. I don't know if that's my favorite game mechanic, but that's just popped in my head right now. All right. Which skill would you guys like to protect from getting higher XP rates in the future? Or change in general, if you could? Uh, definitely, <clears throat> definitely room crafting, because the skill I put the most hours into, and um, I really don't want ZMI, because there'll be so many people who would start training it, I don't know. Um, I mean, you can, already, you can already do lavas, and if you really want to train crafting at a higher rate than Abyss, then you can you have the option to do that with lavas. I don't think they need to really CMI. Still, then, you should, there's already something for those people who want to do that. Uh, pretty much same for me. Runecrafting should always be um, the most prestigious skill to get at time-wise, and. Um, 
As far as my second favorite, oh, it Lord. probably would be Slayer. Because uh, Slayer, um, it it will gradually just uh, become faster XP with the boots coming out. Uh, maybe the fight kiln coming out, new weapons coming out, the all that kind of stuff. Assignment rates. Yeah, Slayer uh, fixes that. Um, boss Slayer is also gonna increase Slayer because uh, more people can do like Zolra, Bandos, uh, all that kind of shit. They get they get Slayer XP for it, so you will lose ranks because people do PVMing and you will won't do any Slayer. Just stuff like that. It will just devalue. Um, well, it won't devalue time. Just yeah. It, you guys know what I mean. Um, mine would also be runecrafting. Um, I've put a significant amount of hours into runecrafting, and it's my favorite skill. Um, I definitely don't want ZMI because it's it's going to definitely devalue a lot the of keyboard. Skill. Yeah, that was freaking loud as. And um, yeah, runecrafting basically. Um, also, there's a lot of people doing runecrafting as it is. Um, I looked up my runecrafting rank the other day and was surprised to see that I'm actually now rank 89 runecrafting, and I have 22.4 mil XP, so that's like a little bit of a shot that goes, goes to show how many people are actually runecrafting actively. Uh, I'll say definitely runecrafting as well. It could, it would just be too much of a game changer if that skill got doubled in XP rate or something like that. Needs to stay as it is. Yeah, I guess I agree with everyone else in uh, in runecrafting that I think you know ninety one plus and double nats all that like it can't be easier to get or it shouldn't be easier to get even though there's a lot of uh, a lot of like bosses and stuff that can probably make pretty similar money to it now and with way less time investment of like being able to kill it than getting ninety one runecrafting but. I still think the skill needs to stay exactly how it is, like no matter how long this game stays on. Alright. Would you guys like to see a degradable component to the new boots, similar to how the Abyssal Tentacle works? Um, I don't think it's necessary at all. I don't think you need a you don't need an item sync for infinity boots or post scroll items like Rangers, they're already pretty rare. I mean D boots maybe, but why would they do it just for D boots? Um, people wouldn't even people wouldn't even do it because a small increase, whereas a tentacle, um, you get the accuracy, you get the strength bonus, and you get the poison effect. So it's a lot better than a web compared to how much better D boots will be. The old boots, I don't think it's very necessary. Yeah, same for me. I, I wouldn't uh, like to see a degradable component to the new boots because. Like the same thing with uh, um, Zora's skills and uh, uh, Serpentine, Physic, uh, and the Trident. Uh, over time, the um, what's it called? The skills it will rise, uh, uh, rise in price, and it it will just end up to be uh, not worth it to use the boots and. Um, isn't it that once you uh, add the crystal to the boots, um, you can't take it off? It's permanent. I believe sure? so. I think you you can take it Wait. off. Yeah, I mean, you, you probably can just because it's not it's not degraded yeah, or just, anything like I that. Yeah, it just so makes the well boots. 
Makes the boots untradeable. That's all it does. Oh, because I thought that. Oh, uh, never mind. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to resell your ranges, you just have to take the attachment or whatever it is off the boots. I thought it was permanent, so yeah. It, if it were permanent, then it would. The, they will probably drop uh, below the rangers. I think if they had an. Um, uh, degradable component in them, so that wouldn't really work out. I think I'd like to see a degradable component, but I wouldn't want it to be an item sync, I'd rather it be a GP sync, where, like, it works similar to how Burrow's equipment degrades over time, and obviously you use GP to fix it. I think something like that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. But not like Zoro skills, because they... They have a limited supply by the amount of people that kill Zora. And if they yeah, aren't true. coming in any skills into the game, the skills will rise, so... Oh, um, no, I don't think that they should make it degradable. I'm usually in favor of things that are degradable, but I don't think that having degradable things like Ranger boots or infinity boots would be good. So I'm going to say that it should stay as it is planned. Yeah, I like the way the tentacle works and making the whip stay valuable, like, like 2.5 mil right now or something. I think it worked, but I don't think they should do that for boots. I mean, like weapons and stuff like that is pretty good, but I think boots are just kind of insignificant. You know, like to have to worry about a whole like degradable just a pair of boots that's only a couple points a stat point it's like like the abyssal tentacle is a pretty significant weapon compared to like just the whip but having like degradable boots for like a plus what is it plus like three range or something just doesn't like no one's gonna you know pay their ranger boots for that mm -hmm. have to degrade the ranger boots yeah well like no one, no one would they may make it to where now, I could say maybe it could be like the smoldering stone to where you choose which uh, thing you want to degrade. That's Even still, those things are going to be kind of expensive. Yeah, I guess you're right. Alright, um, how long do you think it'll take for RuneScape to reach a point where... It becomes unplayable for you due to failed updates like Zaya, attacking economy failures, or any other things like that. I think the only way I'd stop playing is if the economy sort of reached the way that RS3 was like a year ago. I think it's kind of better now, but like RS3's economy is like a lot of the items are just so worthless. And like you put it, you put it in perspective of like. You get like a drop on RS3 that's like a mil, and it's like, oh, I got a mil drop. But you put it in perspective, that's like, you know, five minutes of running nature's on old school. You know, it just like, I, I, I probably would only quit if like stuff just didn't feel like it was worth doing because the economy was so bad. That and they'd have to like ruin my favorite skills with really stupid methods that come out with Zay or something. That's about it for me. I think a tanking economy is something that a lot of people don't think about because it's not something you notice like changing daily. But like, I say this every week, but the inf the amount of inflation, the amount of GP coming into the game from the wyvern drops and the Zora drops, so much higher than the amount of GP leaving the game. There's yeah. no GP leaving the game at all. 
Like, nobody makes planks. <clears throat> All the planks come from Zora. Yep. The biggest GP sink is bots being banned. <laughs> wow, that's a good point. I actually think a pretty significant GP sink that they end up getting rid of is uh, NMZ Guthans and Splashing. Like, it actually is pretty significant GP sink. And if they ended up getting rid of them, then that's just even oh, worse GP, for the economy. GP going in shops for runes and then GP being used to repair barrels? Yeah. The Night Missile Cover requires cash too. All that stuff. Like, oh, it's yeah. It's pretty significant, yeah. At least I think it is. But it's not real significant because a hard rumble. It's like six hours for 6k, so it's not that... Yeah, but yeah. the economy but if you is scale it up to If you scale it up to a yeah. thousand people at any given time doing it, I mean... Yeah, but... Yeah, but like, the effect that six... it has on pure essence and shit is so huge. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm, not arguing, I'm not arguing for it or anything, I'm just like saying... Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, for me it's probably just... Um, this has been said in a previous pod, a podcast multiple times, but microtransactions just going to be the um, the edge for me. Uh, yeah, microtransactions, double XP weekends, uh, uh, room span. Um, uh, let me think. Yeah, stuff like that and summoning probably. I won't. I won't play if that comes out. Well, it really depends on. But how big my addiction is at the time, I guess, is that it's always what drives you to play the game and continue. Yeah, I'm I'm being realistic. I don't know what kind of update it would take for me to quit. I I think if and when I do stop playing, it'll be because of things that are going on in real life, not because of any failed update in the game or anything like that. They would just have to completely make a completely different game out of this shit for me to quit it, I guess. Microtransactions would probably be the biggest thing to pushing me over the edge, though, I'd say. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, microtransactions are the biggest thing for me. If they, if they come into the game, I don't know if I'll quit immediately. I think I'll just, like, become a casual in a way and just, like... Play less, but just do the things I really do enjoy. Um, yeah, I think as Randy said, real life kind of eventually takes over as you get older. So I think that will be probably, hopefully, I'm saying hopefully would be the factor that puts me away from RuneScape rather than an update that Jagex implement. Do you think that like you you will never ever play again, or would it just drop down to like a 20 HP week or something? I'd probably, probably just drop 15. down to like, yeah, like a 15 to 20 AHP week, really. Because, um, you know, microtransactions don't exactly affect uh, the skills that I want to do in the game and like how I play the game. Well, it would affect how I play it, but like I'd never be for microtransactions. But, you know, I could still do like runecrafting if I wanted to or, you know, something I enjoy. Alright, um, name a couple of players who you miss in the past who have burnt out or quit playing. Uh, Razor. <laughs> oh, you took it from me, man. That's fine. 
Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Razor. You will always be remembered in the hexes offsite in the updates. Um, for me, it's basically E Fire. I really miss him around in the uh, clan chat. But also, civil, uh, please. people like civil, please. <laughs> yeah, no, fu no fun allowed. <laughs> but uh, I also kind of miss um, Physicist and Kevin Hood Eleven. Oh, rest in peace, Kevin. Guys and yeah, Kevin. And Physicist, I was uh, had pleasant pleasant conversation with pleasant conversations with him. So yeah, that see some people go, but. Usually they come back, but sometimes they don't. Case. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah, my bad. I was drinking. Um, yep. Well, um, I would have to be Laetus. Um, oh, I don't know really? if a lot of, yeah. yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know Laetus or knew who he was, but he was a pretty chill dude. He was going for Max. Um, I know it's just super funny, and um, he sort of like introduced some like weird words to the clan chat but um <laughs> yeah i definitely miss that dude uh for me it's uh latest and green wave i saw this um question earlier today when i was at work and i tweeted out uh, rest in peace green wave and i i'll say green wave and latest for me be top two i'd say they uh Green Wave. What about <laughs> he's not. He still plays. Like he's not disappeared off the map. Like Hopper and Tangle. All right. What do you guys think the Jagex should do to bring more new players to the game, or bring older players back? I think they're doing a pretty good job of it already, to be completely honest. Uh, and I know, like, the delivery of the tournament was, like, terrible. Like, it was, like, just embarrassing and didn't really work. But, like, it was a great idea. Like, you can't really deny that. Like, a lot of people were extremely hyped about it. Everyone was talking about it. It was on the front page of Twitch. Like, I think it was a great idea. Do stuff like that. I mean, I'm probably not going to partake in it or really watch it, but I think it's a great idea. Because it's, I think people people just seem to be like reminded that the game exists or told that the game exists, and that's all that really needs to happen. Because a lot of people still don't know that like this game is out there. You see, I see comments like all the time, people saying like, "What the fuck? People still play this game? Like it exists, <laughs> still exists." And it's like this game's been out for like two and a half years or whatever now. Yeah. And there are still people out there that don't even know it exists. But I think they're doing a pretty good job, and the tournament's a pretty good idea. Um. Actually, on the Q&A last week, somebody asked them what they what their thoughts were on being like a one-week free membership if you complete all free-to-play quests, and I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I think a free-to-play yeah, person put in all that only a week. I think that's a good idea. Mm hmm. I, I would definitely vote for that. It would give the free-to-play players an incentive to play more, and then it would give them. A reward. I mean, they're not really even gonna. From uh, what kind of impact could they have on the economy or well, something like that, they wouldn't really. I I don't see how it would be negative if they were able to have a week of free membership. I 
That that was a great. I've never. I don't know why I've never heard of anything like that before. I think that is an amazing idea. See, like in theory, though, it is a really good idea. But what Ash said was that, like, I guess according to Matt K's dater, was that not many people <laughs> uh, actually. Well, the amount of people that like actually subscribe are like very new accounts. So most likely, just people like us that already play make new accounts, and that's like the very vast majority of people that actually subscribe. People who play free to play either like stay free to play or they're free to play for like a day before they subscribe. So there's like a very small window of people. Well, it sounds like a really good idea in theory and it probably would help but like not really much on a scale that you'd think yeah but like bringing even bringing in free to play players like uh people that are completely new to the game um they will tell their friends about it and it, it will just continue to grow and stuff like that i mean do you guys remember the um uh uh they had like a, a new cave uh, north of the uh, stronghold security like for free to play, they could uh, kill monsters and get like a rune skim and rune sim and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't know. It was uh, a it was different... like an exab kind of thingy. It was like the stronghold of security, but it was like stronghold of something else, and then they like taught you game. In old school? No, 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 like like in 2008 or something. Oh. But yeah, if they they had like added some new free to play content, a bit higher tier. Because I think the highest and best monster you can kill are Ankus and Greater Demons. But if they had like a new sort of boss that you can do with friends or yeah, but it comes back solo. to the whole to the whole thing of not many people. When it comes to people who subscribe, not like either play free to play forever. No, the question was if like to bring more new players to the game or old players. I mean, yeah, the army's still arguing the whole like you finish all the quests and then you. Get a free week. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I was Talk just saying what, what Ash said was that it's it wouldn't really have much of an impact based on who actually subscribes, like what they know on the data of like who actually subscribes. Yeah, well, I think they've done a pretty good job um, so far. Releasing our free to play was probably the best thing they did with regards to bringing new players to the game. Um, I remember all the hype surrounding it, and um, you know, like the first day of release was pretty cool. There were so many people on. Um, and yeah, I don't know if they can do anything like bigger or better than that, but maybe like offering a little more content to them. Like, I don't know. I'd be okay with like maybe them allowing the agility skill to be accessed and trained by free-to-play members or something like that. I'm not too sure exactly what I'd. Prefer. Uh, they have uh, in in RS three. They have uh, you can level all skills to five or something. Just have a little experience. Would you guys like that to be implemented in free to play? Yeah, or? make make it like a proper like demo. Yeah, like a demo level free to play, five free to play school. Yeah, that'd be nice. Could they access everything though? Because yeah, they can access farming, they can access thieving, they can access agility and with drainer well, and stuff like that. I think they did when they did that in the past. What they had to do was like update Birthrope. They had made the whole town like different, and they had to add like new areas, like a little agility course you could train to five, that kind of stuff. And like they had to oh, change yeah. the, the the early game in order to like encompass that because like there's no places to do a lot of skills in the free to play map, like the your boundaries that you're in. 
Yeah, plus they need to make the Druidic, Druidic Ritual quest. They have to make it uh, free to play in order to train Herblore. You should be able to make like two potions before you hit level five. <laughs> <laughs> what, like attack and anti poison? <laughs> like poison in, in free to play? No, so like, like, like you finish the Druidic Ritual quest, you get three Herblore, you make like two potions, and you're already going to have maxed out. Yeah, yeah I don't think guy... people would even want attack potions in free to play. Like people would probably vote against it. Yeah, but this this guy in the chat is saying um uh energies slash staminas or only energies like the level thirty eight energies or something like that, just a bit of the lower tier um member stuff that they could add to free to play. I don't know if free to play wants it, I don't know if pay to play wants it, but yeah, they'd have to ask people who actually like play it. People who like do uh, free to play wars, like, do they want to have energy potions? It probably would be a big impact on their wars, just like attack potions would. All right, who do you guys think is the most mysterious Hexus member? Acid Soul. User. <laughs> I, I also think user. Damn it. Um, He's been inactive say, for forever, though. I was gonna say. Go ahead. Oh, that's it. Oh, cool, cool. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Evil Oak would be my choice for most mysterious. So I kind of like. Does anyone know what happened to her? Did she just burn out, or she uh, left the clan shortly after the Skilling Cup last year? Really? She, uh... Didn't even know about this. Oh, well, you're out of date. Wow. Um, See, she's that that mysterious. I didn't even know. <laughs> well, yeah, no one perfect is pretty mysterious too. Um. I talk to him a lot, so I guess I don't really see him as being that mysterious. I can see how a lot of people would see him as being that, though. He's barely in the clan chat, though. Hey, he stops by. He PMs me, yeah. like, every other day, and we talk a bit. Alright, uh, moving on. Um, in the priority pool, the uh, new quest thing scored pretty high, so... Now that they plan on adding in a new quest, what would you like the new quest to be like? Kind of rewards, any anything along those lines? Um. Well, there was this idea in the start beginning of the uh, podcast with the Manifos and uh, Prifnidas area. But I'd like to see them add like a new cat. Uh, quest oh, in uh, Manaphos or something, <laughs> or a new elf quest, like, uh, I don't fucking know, like, maybe the, um, uh, what's it called again, map map 3, or something like that, that'd be nice, a new Grandmaster quests or something, like map 3 would be pretty awesome. Um, I think I'd like to have WGS, which was, uh, Wild Gothic Sleeps. Oh, yeah. Was one of the I really enjoyed that quest. I'm not a big quester, but I really enjoyed that quest. What, um, was, it, what was that quest like? Yeah, it was a grandmaster quest, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but 
you got like you ended up getting buff stats in order to like kill this monster in the end of it and um it was pretty cool you could hit some crazy hits on it and um it was the quest to unlock dragon claws obviously i wouldn't want that part of the quest to be implemented into the game but that sort of like that sort of storyline and that kind of quest is what i enjoyed I remember they talked about, I think Reach talked about it, like having like a quest that like was like a finale for a lot of them. Like, because like, like a lot of the quest lines in this game like aren't finished. And I, re- I remember him saying he was like planning on, he's called it an Uber quest or something like that. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool idea because like you could, you could have a finale for, you know, the 10 quest lines in this game that have gone unfinished. And pretty cool. And then you could open up uh, Minifos and Cryptinus and. That's what I would like to see, but that's like a giant ass project. Like, I'd be like months. <laughs> um, I'm not really looking for anything special for many quests that they come out with. I'd be only a lot more. I'd be only interested in what rewards come from it. What kind of impact will those rewards have on the game? And I mean, is it going to be some newbie ass quest where it introduces us to? Uh, a new area or is it going to be like a grandmaster quest you know i'm i don't really have a preference quests aren't really a big deal to me and i'll be okay with whatever they make as long as the rewards tied to it aren't fucked up um i know they have two quests in the archive that are like 90% finished for them it's uh, pathography and uh land of the goblins i don't think those give like any crazy rewards or anything, but they could complete them pretty quickly if they wanted to. Um, so they probably do those before anything else, maybe. But I think... Would, it, would you get a, seven, a sixth Slayer block if you got 250 quest points in addition no, to the one you so. get from no. Lumberjee Elite? I think that was meant to replace it. Like, the Lumberjee Elite was meant to replace... I don't the Lumberjee Elite would do nothing for Slayer if they came out with a new quest that gave four quest points. Well, you you would need the quest cape in order to get the achievement diary, so... Yeah. Oh, I see. I don't know what, I don't know what will happen, because would you have, uh, uh, with the, um, what's it called, the task you have to do for Lumbridge Trainer, uh, like, wear a quest cape, do the emote whatsoever, would it, like, untag? After a new quest would be released, so oh, you probably. could not wear the human diary cape. I guess so. Cause... But um, the, the diary reward is gain an extra slayer block. So I think the way they programmed it, they probably did make it so that if you had two fifty quest points, you could have six blocks if you had achievement diaries done. Who said I'm sure that? That'd be cool, and it wouldn't pass. I'm just saying. I think that's how it works. So the the Lumberjee Elite diary reward is gain an extra slayer block. It doesn't, like, I think you would get six if you came out with more quest points. They might change it so it doesn't do that if people were against it. I I think they would change it to where you wouldn't get a sixth block. I think they would see six blocks as being quite overpowered. But, <sighs> yeah. Alright, moving on. Sorry, what do you think of it, so... Moving on, how do you guys feel about Matt K joining the stream last week? You skipped one. What stream? Did I? Oh, well, I guess I'm an idiot. Alright. 
question let's just answer that one. <laughs> let's, what, what stream the the pod the, the podcast uh podcast two weeks ago yeah yeah the last podcast oh. he was in here for like an, a little bit over an hour oh, we'll answer I, the I one above it that. next i'm an idiot the uh, brungus can continue uh i actually didn't get to even watch it because i didn't get to watch it live and because my internet was down i was supposed to be on it remember and then I guess yeah I, so i don't know so randy uh, I think that was the first time I had ever maybe been intimidated by a per a person. You know, I know that um sometimes I've watched people stream, and if they see a big streamer in the chat, they kind of like their attitude and mood changes or something like that. That was the first time I had ever where I think I had been affected by who was in the chat because otherwise I mean I don't really care but did it make you uncomfortable that like like you, you talk shit about him kind of um I think I did bash him prior to him watching the stream I may have watched what I said a little bit more but wait was he was he he was in, in the chat yeah. or was he in the podcast he was in the chat just talking the chat. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> I was wondering what's going on. You thought he was talk. You thought he was participating on it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Don't know. Um, I was impressed that he was. Hey, oh, uh... let me cut you off there real quick. Uh, he he, get, he gained a lot of respect from me. Um, and the questions that he asked, the way that he asked it, and sticking around and doing everything that he did. He he gained some respect from me. Yeah, and it was like 10, it was like 10 or 11 p.m. in the UK. He was on Twitch and he joined the stream and he asked us some pretty difficult questions and some pretty um, racy, like racy questions, like, um, controversial questions. Like how he asked, like how would you, how would you run the old school team differently and stuff like that. I wouldn't want to be on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I gotta step away for like ten minutes. I'll be right back. Just continue on. All right. Sorry. Let, let's talk about uh, how much of a failure and embarrassment the PVP tournament stream was. Uh, I haven't yes. watched it, so. Trans, can you uh, talk about it a little? It was embarrassed. There was it was voted stream on the Twitch homepage was the tournament. There was like twenty thousand twenty one thousand people watching at peak time. That's a lot. First match. That's a lot that's a lot. That's a great promotion for old school. And just it goes down. There's like ten thousand people watching. And then they come back up and it goes down again. And there's like three thousand people watching. And then like it, it was down for like five or ten minutes, and then RuneScape made the announcement that they're postponing the tournament. <laughs> like, I wasn't that hyped. I wasn't really that hyped for the tournament to begin with, but man, that was just kind of embarrassing. For I was embarrassed because it was my game that I play. I was being laughed at by everybody. Which case. I found it pretty funny, actually, how, um, uh, after the first disconnection, after the first DDoS, sorry, um, Archie got the stream back up, and he was like, 
Ah, oh, sorry guys, just experiencing a little bit of lag issues. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, this isn't lag, you're getting attacked. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, as Trent said, it was a really embarrassing experience. Like, we were front page of Twitch, you know, it was awesome to see, and then that was just like an epic failure. Is anyone surprised that that happened? Uh, really. no, no. I'm surprised that they didn't expect this, like... Yeah, they had to expect that coming. Of course, because RS has been under attack for numerous months now, and it's not going to go away, even if you organize a tournament in front of 21,000 people. I mean, it's just... Fix your service, then... Do what do you tournament. think they're going to... What do you think they're going to do about it? Like, stream at Archie's house? Or... Yeah, they have to do it. Because like, remember, the last is not going to stop. Yeah, for no. sure. They stream the tournament. Or they could not stream the tournament at all. But stuff like the uh, skilling cap, is it going to be streamed or is it just a private whatsoever? That's a private, it's a private thing. Okay, that would so be so the boring stream anyways. Don't yeah. no one want to watch yeah. Trance cut some logs, fish some fish? Hunt some chains. I, mean, I can stream it myself, but I'm probably not even going to. I have no plans on it. But I'm 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 really not surprised at all that it got it got DDoS, and it's really unfortunate for those who were excited about it. And hey, does anyone know how those teams were picked for the uh, for that tournament? I mean, was it like random selection? How, like, how did they pick that shit? Because Trance and I submitted a team, and hey, we would have went in there. We might, we might have been punching bags, but we would have brought some entertainment. Yeah, yeah, that would have been, <laughs> yeah. been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. Entertainment value for sure. Ronan said something about them based on their skill and then being like the best PKers in RuneScape sure and like with yeah and within their respective clans couldn't you look at the KD ratio of a player well I'm sure a lot like, of people they, they probably people fake it even like max combat in the main game like, they're, like, they're, like one, one of the teams was a pure team they yeah the first team is pures so they really don't I mean do they really know how to PK as max combat not really, they got destroyed. How how much of the tournament actually happened before it uh, went down and was... Well, 30 seconds of two matches. <laughs> yeah. There was about a minute of content. Holy shit. It was supposed to be, like a, it was supposed to be a six hour... It was six hours each day. Six hours Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All weekend. That... Is God? They, they were streaming for. There was like an hour before the first match, where they were just like circle jerking and counting down for the for the first match, and they didn't get attacked at all during that. Uh, match that was the plan, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty bad. I didn't support the cup happening just because I. Thing them giving away 10k is kind of ridiculous, but seeing something like this happen is kind of sad, and I feel bad for that. All that happening. 
Um, the Escape's Closed Bang should be coming out um, this Thursday with the update. Did you guys vote for it? Yeah, yeah, I voted for it. Um, probably just going to be better to remap the Escape key to something else on my keyboard with the HK, but I'm pretty happy with that. Um, it means I use less diagonals with my scripts, but yeah, I don't really go crazy with diagonals as it is anyway. I mean, you shouldn't have to be using any diagonals with um, that. I mean, the only other time you would really use diagonals is just to uh, move to close X. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Isn't that what they're doing? Like, they're closing the bank with the escape key? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can just take diagonals out and replace it with whatever else. Yeah. It's probably going to make... I don't know if it'll affect skilling really that much because... It'll affect the people who do not use... AHK, it'll be good. Oh, it'll yeah. be good. For even even for me, it's gonna make it um much more consistent. Like every once in a while, I'll I won't it won't close the bank when I jump to X. So I'll click too fast after moving there or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what happens, but I'm definitely gonna use it. And it'll it'll on average make me do skills bank faster. Yeah, but like stuff like uh, crafting, like if you go to um. Uh, close, close X with the with the diagonal. You you're pretty much gonna have your pure essence uh, at the right top, right? But with close X, you can just have it like if you have a full bank, oh, deposit yeah. your shit. You have your pure S at the right bottom. You close X, and you're yeah. basically right. Your mouse is basically right next to the pouches or what wherever yeah. you want them. So, and it 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 will affect room crafting and not XP hours well XP hour wise, but as Tran said, things can be done way more consistent, and you can uh, rearrange your bank pretty much because uh, with one button, uh, it's gonna be. Um, yeah, you can just basically m move right to your inventory instead of uh, clicking on the X of the bank and then having to go down to your inventory. So it'll save, yeah, a bit of time and it'll be more consistent. Alright, um, Mod Ghost and John C. both insinuated about a Max Cape discussion happening during the most recent Q&A stream. How excited are you and what stats and appearance do you think they will be giving it? Do you think that they should make it to where you can um, make it completely custom? What, what are you looking to get out of it? Um, I would like it to be one design, but you can pick maybe like five or six different colors, so it's not like a huge job. You don't have to do any engine work, it's just kind of like with the recolors of like the whip and stuff like that. He just has to, he just has to make five different models, which isn't a big deal, because, I mean, the bulk of his time is going to be making, making the design, not making the color. He can probably easily change the color. Have six different items, one max cape for each color. I would, that's, ideally... That's what um, I would like him to do. I'm not sure if he's, he did reply to some tweets. He was suggesting that, and he said he would think about it and talk to um, developers about it as well. Um, Stats-wise, I think they will 
try to make it best in slot strength. Ooh. I don't know how that's gonna go. I know. I don't. I don't. I think. I think. I think their first, their initial, uh, idea will be to have it like have it like five strength bonus. I don't know if that'll go down well, but I think they're gonna want to do that. They might change their mind if people say no. If they do that, they would have to pull it separately because, yeah, if 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 it's gonna be best in slot, then. Uh, it's most likely not gonna ca uh, pass because people will be salty because they they would have to they uh, they would feel yeah. that they would have to max. I would be yeah. very surprised yeah. if they tried making it best in slot. Yeah, I don't think they will make it uh best in slot. Um, I'm pretty excited for Maxcape. Just FYI, um, really keen for this. I agree with Trance on the like. Same, the one design, but several different colors that you can choose from. Um, I remember seeing, a, I think it was a tweet that Dreamy tweeted out to uh, Mod Ian and Mod Ghost, and um, it was about having a fully customizable panel and all these other things, and um, Mod Ian commented on it saying that it would be a lot of engine work and that it would take a long time to do. Um, he said he liked the idea, though, but um, I don't want it to take a long time because, you know, it's sort of like hasn't been delayed as such, but they haven't really taken it as a priority, and I really think it needed to be put out quicker than it has. Um, as for the stats, I think they'll go with like equivalent to Fire Cape and maybe like one or two, one or two extra prayer bonus. I think that's what they might do with it. Yeah, for me, I've always wanted the Max Cape to be um, whatever you want it to be. For example, if you the the um, Maxcape itself is completely cosmetic, but once you, um, if you're going ranging, you add an accumulator to it, and once you go uh, do melee, you just get the accumulator out and you put the fire cape in. If you're going to do runecrafting, get the fire cape out, put a spotty cape in, and so so on and so forth. Just have like a a mix-up of what you want want it to be. But I think that's too much engine work and it probably won't happen, but if it, um, if it were to have static stats, then I would have it want to be a uh, match to the fire cape, uh, plus accumulator, so it would uh, give your arrows and uh, darts. I don't really care um, about it. They can make it... Um... Now, I don't think they'll try to put it best in slot because I think they understand that if they do, then it realistically won't pass. But I would like to see it in the way that Matt was describing, but I don't really give a shit if it gives negative stats. I just want to get like a nice custom purple and yellow Max cape. <laughs> But um, also, also, I also I do not. I'm not optimistic about a max cape passing, regardless what the stats could be on it. But yeah. All right. So there was yet another unpulled community event made this week with this cat shit um, making its way into the game. <laughs> How do you guys feel about? I don't even know what this update is. Do you guys know what it is? No, it's I don't know a what it is. charity event for WWF, I believe. 
for to save animals, tigers and shit. Ah. Uh. Oh, I think I heard a little bit about this. You can donate like bonds, and, cash bonds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good idea. Um, yeah. I don't really have much to say on this, but I don't think it needed to be polled based on the fact that it's a charity event. Um, yeah, that's about all I've got to say on that. The only thing I thought of the charity event was Jiklum. That's it. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that he's loving it. Hey, yeah. They need to they need to show some more loves to dogs. Dogs don't get any love in this game. You got that little sh um what is, is it a shaggy dog or a stray dog um in Varak. That's the only and it man give some love to the dogs. We don't need it to be cats all the time. But no, that the, I, like I like this more than um Big Mo. Because Big Mo is... If Big Mo is actually having an effect on the game, that's something that should be pulled. Yeah. But this thing is a community yeah. event in it. I, I get to where they say, oh, we don't have to pull it. Now, they never pulled the um, uh, Well of Goodwill. And nobody really says shit about that. So, you know, I'm fine. I didn't know that this was a charity thing. So, um... I guess that changed how I was going to approach answering this question. I'm fine with it. What are you going to say, Trans? I said what I wanted to say. I'm here. Oh. John C. mentioned a mini cape. Or, I'm sorry, a mini game. game. A <laughs> A, mi a mini game, <laughs> a, mini a mini game cape. Last week, what would you like to see requirements be for that kind of cape, and would you like to see it as well? I would not like to see it, and if it were to be released, I'd be like, have like all the fucking rewards, like Castle Wars full gold armor, trouble brewing every piece of eight item shit. Uh, what other? Mini games rewards are there? Nightmare Zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, Nightmare Zone. Yeah, but like. You gotta buy a million rings. Yeah, have like all impute rings for whatsoever. Um, but I don't think there are that many mini games that you can actually get like good rewards from because it's actually like Rat Pits. What what the fuck is that? Pest control. It's like. Two in the all Nightmare Zone. <laughs> Uh, God Wars, no, that's not a, a mini game. Fishing Trawler, that's just Manta Rays or whatsoever. So I don't think it would be a great idea to be like Castle Wars and Trouble Brewing. That's probably it, mainly. Like, hour-wise. But I don't think it's a real good idea. I, I mean, the Music Cape was a stupid idea as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this, this mini game cape is like a, a flawed attempt to revive some dead content in the minigame area. Um, I wouldn't be for a minigame cape. When John C. actually said, like, mentioned this minigame cape, I just, like, shook my head. I was like, why are you <laughs> considering other capes before you've even developed a max cape? Or, you know, I just feel like they don't have their priorities straight at the but moment. Like, how, it's, many, it's how many people are going to be able to get it? Well, hey, they said that it was talked about on the last stream. Max cape was also talked about 
I don't know if they talked about the Max Cape first and then the mini game Cape, but I I do feel you. The only cape that yeah. I would like to see besides uh, the Max Cape being released after this is uh, a Champion Scroll Champion Scroll Cape. Like if you get everything, you just not not a skill cape, but just like a. Uh, I saw a, um, a post on Reddit. He had like a cape that gradually, um, every time you get a cape, it just builds up. So at the beginning, it's just a shoulder pads, and once you get one champion scroll, it just uh, gets bigger and untattered and stuff like that. It was a pretty cool idea. I don't really like the idea of a minigame cape. It just seems like a um, kind of a weak attempt at reviving minigames. <laughs> you can make minigames more appeal appealing through other, through other ways like, like maxcape people would max without maxcape but nobody's going to do mini games yeah that's um, true without like for another reason other than to get the cape i also feel like they're so quick to like like several months ago they were so quick to brush off the idea of a maxcape be like oh no no we need to wait until we have x amount of max players rah 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 but like they openly sort of um, consider bringing in other capes that less people would be able to get on release. This feels a little weird that they sort of do. Like that. a trimmed music cape is going to be very, very small amount of people can get. Yeah, definitely. Now we have like a hundred max players, so. But I, I just think that music cape is pretty stupid. It's just a. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically an, a newbie calm cape, if you take it, if you will. But I mean, yeah, just bring out the max cape, bring out a calm cape, get rid of the music cape. Just give us the emote once you get all tracks, and that's it. Bam, simple and sorted. I, I don't yeah. think that there should be a mini game cape. To me, that just kind of seem kind of seems like a silly idea, and. It's just, I don't think it really has a place in the game. Don't need to celebrate everything everyone does if they get, like, level 5 all barbarian and, like, full elite void. I mean, I just don't really think there needs to be one. Alright, um, if 200 mil capes came out, would you guys think it would be cool to see the players rank on the cape if they were one of the first 10 players to get it? So, like, Clayton would, like, be rank 1 magic, and it'd ha you, there'd be a little 1 somewhere on there or something like that. Uh, nah. I don't, first of all, I don't think they have the engine support to think the high scores with items in game, but even if they did, I wouldn't really want it. Yeah, I think I'd be the same. Um, 200 mil capes are so rare that they're like easily recognizable, so if you see someone with a 200 mil cape, you, you pretty much know that they're going to be at least like top page at the moment, as old school is at the moment, you're going to at least be I think, top page I, I think cook so. I think cooking, you're looking at third page now. Yeah, yeah, but like, nobody considers cooking to be a good skill. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just watching movies for like 500 hours. 
Yeah. I would like to see Terminal Cave, so it'd be nice for the people that put in so much effort in certain skills it, to, to get somewhat recognition without uh, people having to look on the high scores because people like Rain put in a lot of hours uh, in um, uh, fishing, five ticking and stuff like that, and acid soul with turnip mill mining. It's just, it'd be nice for them to get special cave like that. And it's also um, motivation for uh, people like us to actually go for a turnip mill, an extra motivation, if you will. I say 200. I really don't no, see I them agree. doing that though. Hmm? I really don't see them doing 200 mil capes. I mean, half, half, the two, half of the capes are only going to be available to like two people. So now, I'm not saying they should. They, were, they, they should they release it now. They didn't do, like they said, they didn't want to do max cape because not enough people were maxed when there was like 80 people maxed. Why would they do a 200 mil cape for one person or zero per people in some cases? Well, there are more 200 yeah. mils than there are. Uh, people maxed, although you would be developing yeah, a whole lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't be that hard, I guess, though. If you t just take the uh, max I'm... cape, you put it in a different trim, and you put a, like a smoke thingy at the bottom. Don't think that would, it would be that much work. I don't really think that they would even need to do much to a 200 mil cape. Maybe just make some slight modifications to the skill cape or, like, the skill cape. Yeah, just just change the edges, change the trim, and add like a special effect to it. Yeah, I don't really think it would. In my opinion, I don't really think they'd have to do much to make an adequate 200 mil cape. But uh, 200 mil capes, yes, getting like a little ass rank on it. No, it seems kind of stupid, silly, and it would also be really, yeah. it would also be really hard to see that anyway. No support. And it would also like in the future, it'd be like weird. Because if you had were like rank two thousand, well, it said um, in the question. In, in the question, it says top ten only. Oh, top ten. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think that really changes yeah. anything for me, but just keep it. Yeah, the way it should be. Yeah, I agree. All right, so um, we're finished up with the questions that we have submitted for you guys watching the stream. Feel free to post um, any questions that you have in the chat, and we'll answer some of those that you guys have. But Trance has been collecting them for a while, so let's uh, go to the, me, the first the first question. I did some. <laughs> well. We both get the credit. Then. <laughs> I just see, seen Trance uh, posting it in the chat, so my bad. Sorry. Um, first first one is um from Abraham. First, good luck on holding off Kush. That's gonna be a nice race. But he asks, um, when will Jagex make an official announcement on AHK? They've made a lot of announcements, and the thing you should always go by is I have a picture saved that Ronan said. He was just like, we're not going to say that AHK is legal just because of how far you can take it. So I'd say that's pretty much their official statement on it. And... Next question is uh, thoughts on a comp cape. I know we were just kind of talking 
little bit about some things related to that. What do you guys think? Yeah. I don't think there's enough content in the game to justify a comp cape. I think they could do a trimmed max cape, maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, that's There's really not that pretty... much stuff like RS3 has for like comping out. I mean, all minigame rewards, maybe, but... Well, if it was like all pets and uh, all castle oh, wars God, no, no, stuff no. like that, then it's it too could much. be... Yeah, but then it could be a comp cape. But it's that really unre unrealistic with uh, with Barbarian Assault and Corp, really. Like, all the other pets are pretty realistic to get. Even the God Wars Dungeon pets and the DK ones just takes a lot of time, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't think there should be anything like a comp cape. But, um, yeah. go ahead. I think that's for like, in the future, maybe like five years from now, when there's a lot more content released that can be added to a comp cape. Um, maybe for the avid like, compers, like Aubrey and that, maybe a trimmed max cape as trans would be pretty cool. Um, just to give them some like, recognition and, you know, to show off their achievements. About all I think. Alright. Moving on, um, what are your general opinions on Ultimate Iron Man? Uh, I really don't really have an opinion on them. I mean, I feel like they're in the... If they want to play the game that way, fine. I feel like it's very limiting. I, I, couldn't, I don't think I could play like that. So used to having a bank. I think... Um... I've been thinking about it in a long time and been tempting to make one, but if you look at the macro uh, macro efficiency uh, on a normal account, you like you do thieving first, um, but you will need like fish and stuff like that to uh, get food. I guess you could get wines or something like that, but um, but like the majority of skills, you could just pretty easily do like woodcutting you just you just do it straight to 99 you get a bit of fletching you get a bit of fire making uh fishing you could get uh, 75 agility and strength from that all and, and so, stuff like that like the really big skills are pretty easy to do but stuff like crafting and herb lore and slayer to get all that gear it's just i don't know how you would do that and or uh room crafting for that matter Mine S, go to the altar, get the runes, go back. Mine S, just I have a lot, of, a lot of respect for the people who actually uh, get a lot of hours in those accounts. I wouldn't enjoy that kind of play style, uh, being so limited. So I, yeah, I got respect for them. It's not a game mode I'd enjoy, and. Yeah, it's kind of why I voted uh, no to it when it was um, being introduced. I I still think it's kind of a silly game mode. It's definitely something I would never try. Yeah, I pretty much have the same opinion as you guys, really. Um, it's definitely not a game mode that I could ever play. It's way too restricting. Um, just I like the freedom you have with, you know... Having a bank and being able to pretty much do whatever you want, really. Um, 
got a lot of respect for the people that do play like that. You know, if you enjoy playing like that, go ahead. You know, do your best, do what you love. But yeah, at the end of the day, I, I could definitely not do that. Yeah, but if you look at rank one, um, uh, the rank one ultimate Iron Man, he's got 99 in all uh, melee stats, 99 ranged, 95 magic, uh, 99 woodcutting, 99 fishing, 99 fire making, 99 agility, 99 thieving, and 99 hunter, 96 slayer. But like stuff like herblore, it's 70, and runecrafting is 59. It's just those skills will take forever to complete. Yeah, those gathering skills. Yeah. That you need a lot of supplies for. Yep. Farming too. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Hey, he lives. <laughs> My parents ended up with uh, they're getting like all their carpets redone and shit, and they didn't really care that I told them I was busy. So, well, rip. Hey, I'll make sure to tell them I lock my door. Hey, I'm busy for the next two to three hours. I'm, I'm, yeah, unless, unless the house is burning down, please do not bother me. <laughs> um, if you see, we're down. Um, questions in chat at 36 right now. But all right, um, moving on though. Uh, oh, App Brungus, uh, what what is your uh, general opinion of Ultimate Iron Man? game mode. I think the concept is like really good I guess but I mean looking at it from a, like a standpoint of like a skiller who wants to like max or to all whatever like it's like really dumb you know what I mean like for people who play the game a certain way it's probably really fun because I have an Iron Man account I think it's really fun but like I'd never in a million years expect to like try and max or anything like that on it it's just like more for fun I think Ultimate Iron Man is like really cool uh I'd just never do it. <laughs> I'd never do it, and I'd never try to get 99s on it or anything like that. Yep. Yeah. Alright, um... What is your guys' opinion on mid-level efficient content? Um, it doesn't affect maxing time too much, but speeds up early levels a lot. I'm kind of confused by the question. Yeah, I'm a little confused, too. Um... Yeah, I a think lot of your early levels are done through quests, so... Yeah. I think, overall, it's going to speed up the skill. I mean, obviously, it says it speeds up early levels. So, overall, the skill's going to get slightly quicker. Um, I think that's needed for anything, really. Um, it's like any skill. If you your mic put is the time lagging. into the skill, you're going to eventually get to the top-tier levels, you know, no. and eventually... No. Is that you, Randy? It's Randy's. Oh, Randy's Jesus Andy's Christ! Andy's. I hope I don't. I hope I don't disconnect. Yeah, well, um, yeah as I said, uh, you're not losing any packets, so. Nah, you're all good so far. All right, continue yeah, then. I think it's just gonna. As I said, if you put the time into the skill, you know, you'll eventually get to the levels you want to get to, and you know, eventually max the skill if that's what you're into as well. Alright, uh, I'm still a little confused, so I'm gonna pass. Uh, yeah, I'm confused too. I guess yeah, um, mid-level content, um, 
Yeah, I got stuff like <laughs> lavas and shit. I guess that's mint level. Um, oh, is the question asking like, well, it says opinion on, but does it mean like opinion on? Do you want more mid-level vision content? I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, take it however you like. Okay, well, I think that they should really try and like preserve the early game and I guess the mid game too, because like people come back to this game out of nostalgia and they probably play a lot out of it. I mean, eventually they stop playing out of nostalgia, but like I think the early game should be exactly the same as anybody remembers it and. That just keeps what old school RuneScape supposed to feel like, and I don't feel like there's any gaps in any skills for mid level content. I mean, am I am I wrong? Like, can't really think of a skill where it's like there's some sort of gap where something should be. I can't think of anything. Are you making? Well, that mid -level wouldn't really be mid level. mid level. That would just be high level. Well, there's maple logs. How's that not like mid level? I guess it's not efficient, but I mean, I don't know. This question's kind of weird. Alright, fuck it. I still think that they should um, implement uh, low uh, and middle uh, tiered content, though, because if you're just gonna uh, uh, bring out stuff that will be best in slot, like every time, everything will just increase, like Slayer yeah, and shit. I agree. So they should they should keep re uh, releasing um, mid level efficient content. Well, they well, I guess in regards to like combat, like with best and slot stuff, uh, they were talking about how they wanted to have more like sort of like niche or like special type things. How like how the Karis is really good against Calfly Queen. You now have like something that's really good against a certain boss or against a certain... I'd like, like to see more yeah. items like that. I'd like for this uh, Abyssal Sire, when it, like, what one of those two weapons that it drops, I'd like for it to be, like, the best weapon to kill it or another boss. Yeah, it's, it keeps it from saying, like, you know, here's a new level 80 weapon, and now the whip is a piece of shit, because now there's a better weapon. So, like... Having a new thing that doesn't take over something else is definitely the best way to go. And then also to include it so that it, it's there's a sync of it somehow. It's the smartest way to include new things. Alright, um, what do you guys think about Jagex hosting some of their Q&As at employees' houses rather than at their office? They say it's because they get invited over, but everyone knows they're just getting their asses hit offline. What do you guys think? Yeah, personally, I think it's a little bit of an embarrassment. Um, you know, they're like they're a really large company, and they're quite well known within the gaming world. And you know, to have to leave their own HQ because they're getting DDoS is um, a pretty big embarrassment. And it kind of looks, it looks really unprofessional as well. Like, the studio they've got is really good. It's really well set up for live streaming, and obviously that's its purpose. And when they go from that to somebody's house, you know, somewhere where someone lives, you got, it is, you it got looks dogs super barking in the background. A bad image. That would not be me. Yeah, I think more so than uh, anything. In the Q and A background. Go ahead. No, I can't believe they didn't expect this for the 
tournament stream. Do you think that they? T do you think that they back, took any steps? Like a backup plan. A backup plan to quickly go to someone's house. Yeah, they should have had Matt K's house host the uh, tournament. Do you think they took any steps um, in how to uh, like any steps to try to combat getting DDoSed prior to the tournament yeah. starting? Yeah, they had the worlds hosted on completely different servers, which was a start, but it, I mean, because the actual people fighting didn't get, like, DDoSed. Like, yeah. the fight still went on. It was like, Jackix got knocked out. Uh, yeah, they, so, they kicked... Yeah. They, I mean, they kicked Jackix offline. They didn't take their servers offline. Yeah. So, like, they, I mean, they, they started um, a solution, but it wasn't, like, the solution. Like, they tried, but I don't know why they didn't think that they weren't going to get, like, the stream itself and, you know, like, Archie's character online, like, that. they weren't going to get knocked off. How do you think they should have better planned for it? Is, they had a, is it... a backup plan to go to someone's house. Or they could have, I mean, I don't, I don't know the specifics, but I don't know how hard it would be to change Jack's IP, I mean, if they know their IP. Oh, shit, I think I just disconnected. Do at least one... Um, is, is it possible? Get hit off. Is it possible to like rent out a place to like be hosted from? Like, hey, they can come host not... it from my house. Ten bucks. Huh. <laughs> 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 um, it is for for the Q and A. Um, it is. Good, I guess, for a temporary solution. I mean, it is unprofessional, as um, uh, as, as the KSA said. But I mean, the Q and A still has to go on, and if it keeps deceiving every Thursday, um, it's just not. Yeah, we won't have the the all the majority of the community won't have the Q and A, the usual Q and A that they like to watch every week. So I guess it's it's kind of good that they still continue doing them, even though they keep getting hit off every week. So yeah, I hope it's going to be fixed sometime soon, because it's really dreadful that the servers are getting hit off every day. I think more so than anything, this is really unprofessional. <sighs> I think we've talked about this on other podcasts before, like... um Matt K had his dog barking and stuff. Now, I realized there was one podcast I had where I did um, not from my house or not at school, and there was a dog in the background, and the dog was barking a lot. But that's not my job. That shit's his job, you know, like, made him look unprofessional. Just, like, I don't know. I, I stopped, I mean, I stopped caring a lot about them. When Archie started getting a lot more FaceTime on him, so I, I don't, I don't even watch them anymore. But I, they're, I still know that they're very important. I mean, if he's gonna like host them from his house, like you might as well like get like a closed off like private room where like his family's not gonna be walking through or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. That was kind of like odd. Alright, uh, what is your guys' favorite, um, 
sure efficient method examples are like um, lavas, one tick karamwans, backlighting, three tick fishing, etc. Um, for me, I think I'd have to say backlighting. Um, I haven't done any of the other ones yet. So, yeah, backlighting is really the only one I have experience with. And I find What's it quite easy to do. It's like, you know, you're at the GE and, like, you're, you know, you have to click on the, every, every square to light a new fire. Oh, for fire making. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. for fire making, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much the one I would call my favorite. Squeaky door. Yeah, that was me, my bad. Oh, um, I, I really do just like three t the concept of three-tick fishing, so that's what it is for me. I mean, there, you could... I like, um, uh, yeah, fishing. You can get, you can basically train four skills at once if you cut the fish too. Um, uh, I don't really know. Alright. I like the heroes, say... but... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm finished. I'd probably say Lava's. I just think it's kind of fun. I haven't done it in a long time, but... If I were to pick one thing to do, like, really efficient, I'd do Lava's. Oh, yeah, I don't want thing. to be like super attentive. I I really like the um uh, the imbu perspective of the game, just getting um magic up gradually with a uh, max like twenty k an hour is is pretty fun to. You don't really notice the XP, but after you check like after two or three days, you just have like three four hundred k extra magic XP in in the pocket. So that that's a real fun thing. A good thing to see as well. Alright, moving on. What are your guys' thoughts on Livid Farm? I don't think I really even know what this is. So I'll refrain from answering. Oh. I think it was a mini game that allowed uh, new Lunar spells, if I am remembering correctly. I think that's what it was. Uh, personally, I wouldn't be for it in RuneScape. I don't think we need something like that at the moment, if ever. Um, our spell books are pretty good at the moment. Um, yeah, it's pretty simple, just no, really. Yeah, I'd say no, too. I don't know much about it, but like everyone complains about it because it's like not any fun. And I don't think you should be able to train farming like without planning things. You can train farming there, right? That's the point. I don't know why they would put that, because they're just... I don't like the idea of training farming without planning things. <laughs> like a mini-game for farming. Sounds dumb. Yeah, but you would also get the, uh, like, vengeance group and shit like that. Which was very handy for dungeoneering. But you, and you would basically just do it for comp cape and the extra spells that you would have. But it's yeah, just a tedious process of doing it, really. Just real you can put the spells anywhere else. Like it doesn't need to be unlocked yeah. from there. So basically, do like fix the fans, uh, uh, fertilize this plant, do this, do that, and that was it. Just do that over and over and over and over again. 
most of the rewards were some of the rewards that people actually did it for other than comping were put on a human W, like tan leather. I think was one of the rewards in RS3. Yeah. Yeah. They, they already put some of that shit on in human diary, so they'd have like less stuff to work with. If they did it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like this thing had a lot of uh, useful rewards, though. It had some, yeah, but it was very tedious. Yeah, it was a huge grind. Alright. How much of a GP sink a day do you think comes from people repairing their Barrow's armor? Well, um... Many well, yeah, that's, that's kind of hard to pinpoint, but um... If I had to guess, I would say each day, I reckon somewhere around like 200 mil would be what I would guess. Wait, how much uh, does one... Um... Full set of Gusthans, how much? Well, a full set of everything is the same. You don't know how much is it though? What the spending level is, like people are repairing it, so you wouldn't really know. It's kind of yeah, anywhere. But we we kind of know how many people are are Gusthans. Didn't like didn't Matt K give kind of a statistic? So we can kind of figure it out. Yeah, but we don't know the amount of total players either, so it's kind of a yeah. I guess it's over 100 mil. I, I, probably closer to 200 a day. Just a guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I'd say even more than that, to be honest. Probably two to 300. Maybe even more than that. I think it's. I think it's a whole lot of money that comes out of the game. But all the. PRS, flax and stuff that most people are um, having to re repair their barrows, they're able to just use that to make up for everything that they had to spend, so I don't really know how much of a goal sink that is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the broadcast and announce that Suomi just got 5.2 bill on Rs3. Wow. Congrats, sure Suomi. Who did? Accidental. But it is true, <laughs> I just saw it on Reddit by a bunch of people. <laughs> but it probably was accidental. He said he was gonna wait for like Zezima to max and max with him or, or max with Alkin's alt. Not sure if it was an accident or not. I guess we'll know in the coming days. DM'd him, he didn't reply. He's probably getting spammed right now. Alright, so moving up to the next question um, apparently there is a two hour AFK crafting method that's like 21k um, XP per hour um, but the guy who asked this said he heard it wasn't allowed I haven't heard about this has anyone? I just it was on Reddit like an hour ago I just saw it so it's like the flame tier bag you get from Shades of Morton you can put you can put like the swamp paste and the all the shit you need to do in the in the bag, you can AFK repair the temple for like two hours, and it's like 0.2 GPXP and like 21k an hour completely AFK. But to stay logged in, you have to um, play on your keyboard to make your camera move. Oh, so oh, okay. Or or you could just be in combat. If something was attacking you, you wouldn't. Well, I guess if someone was attacking you, you wouldn't be able to repair. I'm not sure. 
<coughs> but I think it would be really interesting if they nerfed this and then didn't nerf Nightmare Zone. Yeah. Because they're making a statement, would... oh, we don't like AFK methods, and then they don't fix the AFK methods. Well, they could also argue that spinning the camera is against the rules, because it's like... I don't know. <laughs> Why would you need to spin the camera constantly, though? It counts as an input and keeps stay it in mind, not in it? combat, but it stay logged in. Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, then it's not allowed, I guess. Alright, uh, this is from Zar. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on overloads uh, being introduced in old school? Not the Nightmare Zone ones, but real, real overloads that you can actually use outside of that. My thoughts are just why. Like, why is it necessary? People like to see bigger numbers. Like, argue why it should be needed rather than, like, why it shouldn't be, because, like, I just don't see why it's needed at all. Yeah, I think... I don't think we need it, because it kind of then makes the super combat potion, like, obsolete. Well, what if... Um, what if perhaps they came out with a new herb, a higher tier one, where you had to use it on the super combat potion? So, you, so like, it's, it seems like such a hassle too. Yeah, it's it's, get, super, it's getting complicated as hell. Attack, super defense, then make the super. Not as complicated. I mean, it's as complicated as the anti venom. You make the anti venom, then you make the anti venom plus plus, whatever. I don't know. I I'd say no to it. It is is not necessary. Would it give more like bonuses, or would it just give all of the bonuses in one dose? Is that the point? It's basically all the combat stats uh, raised to their maximum, like 118 if you're 99 and everything. For 5 minutes, you get 50 damage dealt. It's basically the same as in Nightmare Zone, just on the side of Nightmare Zone. Wait, wait, it was, so range and magic 125? Yeah, well, in old school, it's 118, so. For the overloads. I don't think range and magic should be able to go to 118. Because they can't currently, so. Yeah. If it was like 104 magic and 112 range, I believe, then still no, but. Yeah, I'd say still no too, but it wouldn't be as bad, I guess, if everyone wanted yeah. it. It's like whatever, but I don't think it's necessary at all. Because, I mean, who needs all three, like, things boosted at once? Like, nobody ever does. Even with, like, Zola, where you have to use magic and range, like, no one boosts magic, you know? I just don't see why. Like, what, what possible use could you have for it? Where you need to like try raid a boss or something. I just think overloads are way too OP. They give you 125. I mean, and, uh, they only give you 118 in, in timer zone, right? Yeah. But even if I mean, they released them as they did in RC. It gives you 125 all stats. That's OP. And then combo Cerebus because every minute it resets back to 125. So you're always at your max. You're always at your max mm -hmm. uh, strength and attack bonus. So. Way too OP all around. Yeah, totally. I wonder if they would actually. I mean, I don't think it'd pass a poll, but I wonder how close it'd get. I don't think it will get very close. I think it might be 55 or something. Wow. I was gonna say like 68. Really? Yeah, I reckon about 68 percent. 
I think a lot. I think I a think lot of it would have to matter. Like is if, is it gonna be like new? I don't know. Like you said, RS3 goes up to 125. Is it gonna be like that, or is it gonna be like a super combat where you're always maintaining that max and can brew? But um. Anyone, we're we're out of questions on this end, so uh, for you, we have one more. What what is it? Boss on Vegeta quitting thread on Axis offside. Was it a lie? Everyone. Yes. It was no. A lie. Yes, it was a lie because no one ever quits RuneScape. Yep. You only take short breaks. Yeah, that's true. So true. Or burnout for Iron Man. I oh I had a question that popped into my head earlier. Sorry. Um, so on the recent Q and A stream, uh, Mod Alfred talked about there being Easter eggs in Cerberus. Do you guys have any ideas like on what you think it might be? Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. Maybe something. Harry like, Potter references or something. Yeah, Harry Potter reference or like Hercules reference. Yeah. Yeah, something like that or. Like they have a nightmare zone, just a random <laughs> thing would appear. Like in nightmare zone, they have the cow that appears sometimes. They really? I never um, knew that yeah. one. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything? Anyone got any last topics or anything that? came to mind that they want to talk about there's one more question from Icy's back um, we're putting it right here do you think uh, any combat items armor should be upgraded or side graded to be more to be more applicable uh, I feel like the DFS isn't worth price considering its stats compared to the crystal shield the same can be said for ACB compared to RCB I mean, it's always going to be a better weapon. Even, yeah. if they, even if they made the rune crossbow better, we're going to be better. So. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, when you say when you say worth the price, like you can always resell the item back. It's not as if you're buying it. It's basically a buffer. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think things are fine as they are. But I, I guess you'd like have to pay for increases, like even if it's like plus five magic defense or whatever. You know, wearing an arm, wearing an armadillo body, like you should still you should have to pay for a lot for the best stuff, even if it's not a lot, because you can't really go that high up without it being too overpowered. But like if you have a bunch of different things that all cost more than thing under, like you know, wearing dehyde and like a crystal shield as opposed to like armadillo and a spectral, like you pay a lot more, but it's oh, it's all the little bonuses added together. From all the different best and sought stuff. Yeah. That true, if you were to true. be like, if you were to be like, oh, ACB is only ten better. RC, yeah, ACB is only ten better than than RCB. It should be more. Like, there's still a ton of other ways to get range bonus. And if you keep up, if you keep upgrading everything else, then you're suddenly overpowered. Like, yeah, that's my opinion. All right, I had uh, someone <laughs> say this in game next to me. They said, "How many years do you uh, predict?" Old school will remain profitable for Jagex with 
without force feeding microtransactions down our throat. They will probably force feed microtransactions down our throat anyway, like they did with bonds. Like if we want really, really want something, they'll just add microtransactions within it. But as the for the um, um, question of how long it will last, I think for at least the coming five years, it will survive. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Eventually, I feel like microtransactions are going to like slowly make their way into this game in one way or another. But I think around 2020, 2021 will be the year that uh, it'll stop becoming that profitable for Jagex. Which is good, it's still like another five, six years. I'm happy with that. I think it'll always be profitable, but like as profitable as they want it to be, like probably not in a few years. Like I don't think old school is ever going to be something that like is a liability to them, but from the yeah, considering they want, you know. Considering the percentage of players that play old school compared to the percentage of team members that are on the old school team, like it'll like always be profitable. Exactly, it's such a small like. Such a small team for such a small amount of people. For such a big amount of people play. Even just the membership cost probably pays like well like 40, over with 40% percent of people who play RuneScape are old school. It's it's like around like fifty percent, right? Yeah. Like forty to fifty percent. Something like that, yeah. It's real close. <clears throat> uh a lot of those are uh, sleeping, but you know. <laughs> uh anyone have anything else that uh I can think of? Uh, someone asked in the chat, uh, do you guys think a rest future will be, uh, would devalue stamina potions? Oh, yes. Absolutely, I think it would, and... About how many people who eat stamina pots are going to waste their time resting? Oh, I yeah, like that's, the, that's, the people who can use resting are the people who actually walk when they don't have a run. <laughs> um, yeah. hey, there's a lot of people who do that. Yeah, exactly. such a I did that. They're going on price a lot because no one, like, lots of people will be buying them because they can just take the twenty seconds or whatever to regen all their, all their energy instead of paying for it. I mean, obviously, we're not going to do because that's that's a waste of time. But there's a lot of people who would. I think the, the more of the casual players, like the beginning and start middle tier players, like I think they will use the rest option. Like if you're Except for example, you have to read a guy. How, how fast do you get your energy and, back when you're resting? Like, like double, pre, I think. Pretty sure it's times three or something okay. like that. Okay, I was thinking, I was yeah, thinking to myself, like, how efficient it would be it be anything. in comparison to just like sticking it out and continuing to walk? Maybe like be um, for for new players, they could put like NPCs that give you rest, but in like really newbie zones where people wouldn't have stamina pots anyways, like. One Lumbridge, so it doesn't like affect. Like, it wouldn't affect somebody room crafting. You're not gonna go to Lumbridge to get energy, but it would affect like a dude <laughs> who's trying to run through yeah. Lumbridge. Yeah, yeah it's stop. Like a just, terrible idea. I kind of like that. You just have like uh, certain spots, like between um, uh, like a chicken farm at Lumbridge or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's a great like in idea. Between Falador and, and Barbarian Village. Yeah, just static points where people can rest. They had those, but like it was like even better than resting. They had like musicians where you could like it was like a yeah, it was, like dull, like, dull yeah, resting. Those, yeah. <laughs> Just have those instead of rest. Yeah. 
I think I'd be, I'd be fine with idea. that. I'd be fine with that too. Alright, uh, this one's uh, from Jick. Let me say, who do you guys think are the most underrated and most overrated um, players in the high level skilling community? Uh, most overrated is uh, Randalicious. I agree. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about that ever. I think well, overrated. No, either. Well, no, not even. I think uh, Ginge is really underrated for how good he really is. He get doesn't really get a lot of um, notoriety, but I, I think he's in the discussion of being one of the most underrated skillers in the game. I don't know about what you guys think. Well, you should just get Hunter and be overrated, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to keep it at one of the I legend think, uh, lives on. Cat King is underrated for sure. I, don't, I, just want I wouldn't call him. I wouldn't call him underrated. He's pretty well known, I guess. He's rated. Yeah, that's true. He's rated. Yeah, he's not overrated. He's not underrated. <laughs> he, he's rated. he's the, he's the Cat King. Willows to the pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, we are pretty much ran out of questions. I don't want to drag it on forever. Uh, so we're going to call it here. Pretty nice length. Uh, next podcast should be the weekend of August 8th or 9th. One of those two days. I'll should, should stream it. I'll post a video um, probably like the Thursday before to kind of give an announcement when we get a specified date. But um, lastly, in the description of the video, there's going to be a link to a form. You can fill that shit out and um, leave us some topics for the next podcast to talk about. And um, I guess that should pretty much do it. So... Uh, see you later. Very hey guys. good. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Alright. We done. That's some good, that's right, some good shit. Sorry about having to leave. That's fine. Apologize. <clears throat> see you guys later. See ya. See ya. See ya. Oh, dude, I had... Oh, I didn't pause the fucking video.